Welcome to Short Talks from the Hill, a research podcast of the University of Arkansas. My name is Matt McGowan. I'm a science writer here at the university. In 19 years at the University of Arkansas, there isn't much Min Zoe hasn't accomplished. Zoe is a professor of mechanical engineering in the College of Engineering and holds the 21st Century Chair of Materials, Manufacturing, and Integrated Systems. She is also an Arkansas Research Alliance Fellow. For the past six years, Zoe has served as director of the multi-institutional Center for Advanced Surface Engineering, made possible by a $24 million grant from the National Science Foundation through its experimental program to stimulate competitive research. This is otherwise known as EPSCOR. This and other EPSCOR grants have led to the creation of two companies based on Zoe's research. Zoe's work focuses on nanosurface engineering, that is, low friction, lubricant coatings, and surfaces for mechanical systems and other applications. Welcome, Min, and thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. I look back and realize that I've been writing about your work for about 15 years. That's almost the entire time I've been here. Uh, it's probably too much to try to cover everything that you've accomplished over that span and longer because you've been here 19 years. But I would like to go back to the beginning and have you define two big words as they relate to the essence, I guess, and longevity of your work. I'm going to try to pronounce them. One is hydrophobicity and the other one is polytetrafluorethylene. I think I got that right. What are these and Tell us how they are part of your research. Yeah, I will start with the word uh, hydrophobicity. Hydro uh, comes from Greek uh, hydro, which means water, and phobia comes Greek phobos, which means fear. So hydrophobicity means fear of water or lack of affinity to water. It is an often used word in the scientific community to define surface wettability. Uh, surface hydrophobicity is often quantified by the water contact angle, which is the angle between the water-solid interface and water-air interface. If this angle is greater than 90 degrees, the surface is called uh, hydrophobic. If this angle is greater than 150 degrees, the surface is called superhydrophobic. Superhydrophobic surfaces have many practical applications, uh, such as self-cleaning, anti-icing, and anti-corrosion. For a surface to have superhydrophobic properties, both surface micro-nanotopography and low-surface energy chemistries are required. Uh, my lab has developed several techniques to fabricate various micro-nanotopographies and low-surface energy coatings, such as polytetrafluor pluroethylene, uh, or PTFE uh, coatings for generating superhydrophobic surfaces. I could, if I could interrupt you there, that was a big relief. You're having yeah. trouble pronouncing it yourself after all these years, so I don't yeah. feel so bad. Polytetrafluoroethylene. <laughs> <laughs> PTFE. PTFE, tell us what that is. Um, yeah, PTFE is a fluorocarbon-based polymer, consists of, of course, uh, carbon and fluorine atoms. Carbons form Twisted, slightly twisted chains. Each carbon atom is connected to fluorine atoms. Uh, they, are, they have very low surface energy, uh, and uh, it's, the, the PTFE is better known for its brand name, Teflon, which is widely used in cookware for its non-stick properties. 
However, there are many other desirable properties such as low coefficient friction or slipperiness, low surface energy, and hydrophobicity like we mentioned, high temperature resistance and chemical resistance. So in addition, PTFE is also biocompatible. So it, it finds applications in biomedical uh, implants as well, uh, as well as regular um, machineries like self-lubricating bearings, self-cleaning surfaces. So there are lots of applications of uh, PTFE. However, one big challenge of applying PTFE as a coating is that it's non-stick, so therefore it's hard to stick to a substrate. Uh, our lab has developed normal technologies to strongly adhere PTFE to a substrate, enable its uh, durability and longevity. In 2015, you and several colleagues received a $24 million uh, sorry, $24 million in NSF EPSCOR funds to create the Center for Advanced Surface Engineering. Can you talk about this center? What, what, do, the, what do you do there? What do the researchers do at this center? Yeah, so the center brought together 10 universities uh, in the state of Arkansas, uh, involving faculty, postdoctoral fellows, and, and students uh, working on developing new materials and surfaces with uh, multifunctionalities and tunabilities. There are four main research thrusts uh, for creating novel surfaces. Uh, the focus uh, are on mechanical is one thrust, optical is another, cellulosic and, and biomedical uh, uh, applications that's uh, that the other thrust. So there are a total four research thrusts. And the, uh, the center research is highly interdisciplinary, involving various uh, engineering disciplines like mechanical, chemical, biological, as well as physics, chemistry, biology, uh, nanotechnology, material sciences. So there are um, different disciplines working together uh, and come up with uh, solutions uh, to create surfaces that has potential applications. Uh, the center involved more than 60 faculty members, 90 graduate students, and 10 postdoc fellows, and uh, over 100 uh, students uh, have participated in the center wow. research. Um, and uh, the researchers developed uh, new technologies to make novel nanoparticles, two-dimensional materials, engineering surface with special properties, uh, such as the superhydrophobic uh, phobicity that we mentioned, as well as oleophilicity, which means oil-absorbing uh, capability. Mm -hmm. Well, this is very useful in like oil spill uh, cleaning. Um, as well as, of course, reduced friction, surface with reduced friction and longer durability, and antimicrobial properties, and many other properties that can uh, impact uh, manufacturing, healthcare, and environment. Uh, we also developed several new models that can model new materials, nanomaterials, cellulosic materials, coatings, and engineered surfaces. Uh, overall, the center helped improve the uh, research competitiveness of the uh, state of Arkansas in the field of material science and engineering, and we continue to uh, impact uh, major uh, industry sectors. Yeah. The more recent work with uh, a newer NSF grant, 500, half a million dollars, yeah. 
to develop graphite lubricant coatings for conveyor um, yeah. conveyor belts, industrial conveyor systems. Tell us about that project. Yeah, so in this project, we'll partner with industry leaders to develop uh, low friction and durable graphite coating uh, called solid lubricant for belt conveyor systems. Um, belt conveyors are widely used in many industries. Uh, you can imagine the airport, the uh, distribution centers, Fed, FedEx, Amazon, uh, UPS. Uh, and they are the fast, fastest growing conveyor type. Uh, the global conveyor market is more than $5 billion per year, and flat conveyor market is like 26%, more than 26% of this market. However, uh, they are not necessarily energy efficient. About 60% of the total energy uh, in a flat conveyor system is used to overcome friction. Uh, a sliding friction between the belt and the sliding bed. So our goal is to be able to reduce that friction and uh, improve the energy efficiency. Uh, one of the exciting stories of your, your research here uh, in your tenure at the University of Arkansas Tech Transfer, out of these EPSCOR funds, NSF EPSCOR funds, there have been at least two companies uh, that have um, been created because of uh, because of really based on your your research, SurfTech is one and Wattglass and I, I some of my colleagues have written about these. Can you tell us about these companies and how they um, how they were created out of your work? Yeah. So first, I would like to mention that uh, I have very talented and hardworking students uh, who are not dedicated to the commercialization of the technologies. So both SurfTech and Wattglass uh, were uh, co-founded by my, my former PhD student to commercialize techno uh, the technologies they uh, worked on during their PhD dissertation um, in my lab. The SurfTech started with a commercialization effort by securing funding from the NSF, National Science Foundation and Department of Energy to uh, develop durable PTFE coatings um, for bearing applications uh, based on uh, my student Samuel Beckford's uh, PhD research. Uh, they are now expanded the technology portfolio to anti-icing, anti-icephobic uh, coatings that could have many applications. For example, um, anti-icing you know, coatings could help uh, prevent devastating disasters caused by the ice uh, creation on the power generation system, like the one we have, uh, the damage caused by the Texas ice storm last sure. year. Um, and of course, there are other uh, applications mm -hmm. as well. And they also developed lubricant sprays for industrial applications and ski wax for consumer applications. Uh, yeah, so an earlier company, Wattglass, it's also started with a commercialization effort based on Corey Thompson's PhD research. And he secured the funding from the National Science Foundation and DOE to develop the anti-reflective, anti-fogging, and self-cleaning coating. That was uh, research also supported by a previous EPSCOR uh, grant okay. uh, when he was a graduate student. Uh, they are now broadening. Now, th those are uh, for solar panel applications to start with. Now they are broadening the applications to straight lights uh, to improve the energy efficiency of these products. My lab currently has several novel technologies that uh, have commercialization potential. 
We hope to continue to apply these new technologies to benefit the state of Arkansas and the world at large. Thank you so much for being with us today, and I look forward to talking to you some more about your research in the future. Okay, thank you. <laughs> music for Short Talks from the Hill was written and performed by local musician Ben Harris. For more information and additional podcasts, visit Arkansas Research. That's arkansasresearch.uark.edu, the home of science and research news at the University of Arkansas.